0: I just listened to my interview on your podcast and uh, let me let me do a quick reenactment. So uh, I was t- and get, uh, uh, get, 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 get. <laughs> It's all about the process. It's all about raw um, uh, experimenting with this uh, podcast, and I love it, Kurt. Every, <laughs> every ounce of your podcast is great. I love it. Even, even the uh, happy accidents. I love it, man. Keep it up.
1: What you just heard there, ladies and gentlemen was a snippet from John Garside from Forgotten Tales. He and I had uh, an Anchor interview. He was giving me some really great news. He called me up on his way back from work and was giving me this great news, and so I wanted to... I said, how about I call you up with the Anchor, and then we have a great discussion about it, and we'll be able to save it. So what you just heard there was John Garside reenacting his conversation that we had. Uh, sometimes... Uh, He's driving through all kinds of hills, valleys, all kinds of stuff. This, you know, this definitely this adds to the charm of, the, of this sort of new frontier that we're on here with uh, with podcasting. It's, you know, it's it's they're still breaking it in. You know, everything's getting they're, they're they're ironing out the wrinkles, as one might say, or as as I might say, or as you might say. Or, as some might say, we're just ironing out the wrinkles. Some might say, some might say, we're ironing out wrinkles today. So that was John Garside. He thought that his interview uh, the other day came out choppy. Maybe it did. Did you listen to that interview? If it did, maybe it did come out, Choppy. However, I'd like to say... I'd like to say... I'd like to say that everything that was supposed to come through came through. All the information that was... That was... Really, truly meant to be heard was... I mean, all of it, all of it is golden. However, uh, due to whatever, due to whatever universe, photons, neutrons, quarks, etc., so forth and so on. So forth and so on. So... You never know. never know how it's going to get. Now never know how it's going to get uh, Get received. Uh, but the good news is that it is received. The fact that this is even a possibility. We, we go into the, the time machine. We go back to the day of Alexander Graham Bell and Associates. Uh, and we tell them that this is the kind of thing that we can do. And we tell the television stations and the radio stations back then, like, hey this is what is in the future, they'd be flipping their lids. Even to have this kind of reception, cutting out or otherwise. I like to think of those technological advances whenever we come across something that might seem like a technical issue, which happens a lot of times in the K-Chung studios. So it's par for the course. Plus, I'm always, I'm always walking when I'm talking on the phone. So I'm, So between someone driving across the hinterlands of the California desert, and uh, and a guy in his apartment walking around, there's a good chance that you're gonna get some you're gonna get some spots, the spotty. It's gonna be spotty. Beam me up, Spotty. Beam me up, Spotty. Surprised they haven't done a parody of that yet. Beam me up, Spotty. Like with dogs, a Star Trek, but with dogs, Dog Trek. Uh oh. Have we struck upon some gold? Perhaps some science fiction gold? So what you're about to hear now, uh, that we're about to uh, 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 introduce to you now, this is Inspirato Projecto, by the way. Podcast. I'm your host, Kurt. I'm mostly just a guest on your show. (laughs) I'm just a guest on your show. I'm a guest on your show. Whatever you got going on right now, I'm a guest on your show. Think about that. You, you are the, this is your movie. I happen to be the background soundscape of your movie right now at this point in time. So we're about to, I'm about to play for you. A great conversation I had with Mike Schley. This is a continuation. I think I got about three hours. About three hours with uh, Mike Schley. I was talking to him yesterday. I was over there at the Yachansky Yachansky Manor. I was talking to his mom. Uh, You know, Dave went out to his acting class. And so, hanging around. I was hanging around. I was hanging around. Me and Michael Schley talking about good stuff. Uh, very, very intriguing issues. If uh, let's just put it this way, if you like uh, fringe theories and uh, you like UFOs and uh, crazy, crazy historical facts uh, and uh, pagan, pagan stuff and uh, stuff having to do with constellations, I'd say, I'd say, put your ear to the grindstone and uh, listen up. To what uh, this information is gonna be coming through, coming through the pipeline. All right. Take care of you. Until next time, or the time before that, or even the time after that. All right. We'll talk to you later. So she. So how did you meet this Athena woman?
0: Um. When I had the art school. This one parent, she had these two twins, and <sighs> severely emotionally abused by their stepfather. Mm. They were 14 years old at the time, 13 or 14. And the mom came to me and says, Mike, I don't have any money, but I need somebody to watch my kids. They're monsters. And I knew the aunt. aunt was my accountant and she asked me would I take them for free because she couldn't pay for and they'll help you and I said I'll take them and they didn't help me one day mm. they, they were you know, 13, 14 years old they kept sneaking out I didn't catch them smoking weed or smoking cigarettes or doing something uh, the one she was in and out of rehab or uh, the hospital from drug overdoses at 13, 14 years old oh, over man. and over and over again so anyway all these years later I stumbled across one of them. And she goes, let's go out and have tea together or something. And so we went to this little tea shop and she brought her sister. And the the positive energy these two had totally changed their lives from how they were when they were, you know, 13, 14 years old. Now they're 23, right? And, oh, my God, the positive energy with these two. Wow. And, and just everything about them. It was almost like... They almost have like an aura around these two. One of them, the one sister, she's, she has a conniving part of her. She, she's very headstrong and she will step on people. While the other one, absolutely pure heart. Oh my God, love her to death. And uh, so one of them you have to kind of keep an eye out for.
1: Because were they the two uh, kids who were going to be at your school that the, the, the parents that couldn't pay? Right.
0: And I have for two <coughs> years. And they were absolute hell for me.
1: So you, you saw that transformation that happened over time. Yeah. That's I saw, awesome. I saw
0: the transformation. And it was funny because I talked to them afterwards, you know, as adults. I yeah. Go, Man, you two were horrible kids. Horrible. I hated you guys.
1: Blah, blah, blah.
0: And I go, so what would you think about me back then?
1: you right? like, <laughs> I thought you were horrible.
0: So what would you okay. think of me? What would you think about <laughs> me? And they said, you were the coolest adult we've ever had in our lives. And I go, really? And they go, yeah. Because you set the ground rules for us right when we came in. And I go, I did? And they go, yeah. First thing you did was when you... And I remember getting them together. I don't remember what I said, but now I know. They said, whatever you do, this the speech I had, don't make me look bad okay? Because I can't look bad,
1: (laughs) Don't make me look bad, bad,
0: okay? (laughs) I love it. Don't get arrested and try not to be in trouble, okay? And you know when your mom's going to come pick you up, then you come back. But otherwise, go have fun. This is your summer, okay? Just don't do anything bad. And those two didn't do anything bad. All they did was smoke weed smoke cigarettes you know i was cool with that they're like
1: okay let's let's see how far we can stretch these rules here yeah. right let's see and, how far we yeah. can st-
0: and and they said you know all the adults were always why are you smoking for why are you doing this why are you doing that all this negative stuff and you weren't negative you just just like okay go enjoy your life okay just don't make me look bad you know <laughs> just don't make me look bad yeah. and and they said you were the most influential person in our lives. Incredible! And I'm glad you're back. And I was like, "Oh my god,
1: that's I, incredible!" I did, I did that for you. And they go, "Yeah, you were, you were it." Yeah. We never know the kinds of effects we have on people in the world, uh-huh. right? Isn't that astounding? Yeah. So then, th- were they involved with the pagan? With the yeah. or the how They're did the they get you
0: in yeah. there? And we end up going to uh, we drove to San Diego. We went to another seminar thing. Which was amazing. It was all positive thinking. Uh spirituality through positive thinking type of seminar. It was incredible. Wow. And it was uh and it was a workshop where you had to, you know, take another person out of the crowd and you two have to go work on things together. But you can't do it with anybody you know in the meeting. You have to pick a total stranger. That's great. And do do all this work. And then after the work's done, then we're going to get back together. And we're going to share what we worked on. And it was the most incredible thing. Wow. And then they turned me on to the pagan thing. Oh, man. How many times have you been to those? I went about seven or eight times. and wow. And, uh, you know, she... The whole upstairs is just amazing because it's nothing but like crystals and rocks and uh, magnetic triangles and, and she has a teepee in the room where you can go hang out. Is this, this like an office or,
1: is it, or this like is, a this loft be, or something that they it's, rent it's, out or it's what? the
0: upstairs of her building. On the bottom floor, wow. she sells rocks, crystals, gems, uh, essential oil perfumes that, that have medicinal purposes she sells those over there. Uh, wow! She always has bottles of wine for everybody. It's all free. You just walk in here. Here's a bottle of wine. Come on in. Here's some free rocks. Here's this. Yeah. Every new moon and every uh, full moon.
1: Incredible. Yeah, because
0: the 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 new moon is where you bring in the new intentions. Because it all it all goes back to intentions. Mm. You bring in the new intentions during the new moon because it's new. It's fresh. And then you let go of all your old baggage during the, the uh, full moon.
1: That's great. And, and
0: then you dump everything. And uh, it goes back to uh, wood has the same harmonic balance as the human being. Quartz. Quartz crystals. So uh, there's a, a quartz crystal has an affection towards humans. Wow. You know, And she'll speak about this. And where uh, you take the crystal, and it'll become your crystal, nobody else's crystal, and you can you can send your intentions to it, and it'll hold your intentions. It's almost like a piggy bank.
1: Incredible. Yeah.
0: And when I actually took this to heart and tried all this, it worked, which shocked the crap out of me, because I have this quartz crystal that is like my pet rock. I have it. I sit it. Right there at my computer. What do you,
1: what do you, how do you utilize it? How do you apply your, I, I, your, your intentions and everything to it? Because uh, I imagine it's kind of like an antenna of sorts or something. Where It it's is like
0: because it has the same vibration as the, the human body. But uh, you can uh, put it in your hand. You, you can concentrate on the crystal to let the intentions go. You, you can have like a cleansing for the crystal because it will hold the good and the bad. And the crystal will kind of tell you this hey, there's too much bad stuff here. You better clean me. You you get this feel with it type of thing. And I'm not the only person who's, you know. Wow. That's what shocked me because I go in with a totally open mind, okay? Uh, Yeah, I could be a skeptic, but I go in with an open mind. And if you show me something that, uh,
1: you know, I'm like, yeah. Hey, this too. Well, works. then, especially when you apply it and you see these these yeah. things, you you you. At that point, it's like it's like that phrase: "You can't unsee something. You can't unexperience right. something." So, yeah. when when you apply that information, no matter what kind of naysayer out there, or debunker, or whatever, Snopes article they could come out with, the, your experience and your reality experience while you had that and it validated itself to you, it's like. I can't look back now. It's, it's silly. That'd be silly for me to just silly. pretend that all this kick-ass stuff that happened, that I attributed to this thing, is not happening because of that. Well, then what? That doesn't make me feel good. I'd rather, yeah. I, even if it's a, some, some mental thing, mm-hmm. I'd much rather in the, believe in this, this idea that this is actually truly working yeah. with me. Now, how long did you have this, uh, Quartz, um, uh, before you really started seeing uh, the effects of, of your intentions? You were,
0: oh,
1: first week? Wow. The first week. What are some of the ones that stick out to you that you can remember?
0: No, it's a feeling. Oh, oh, oh. It's a feeling that you get. It's almost like the rock tells you, the crystal tells you, hey, uh, give me some attention. You know, uh, that's that's the feeling you get. And you're like, why, why are you talking to me? You know, I know it's you, okay? <laughs> I know it's you. I know it's you. <laughs> why are you talking to me right now? You know, and then... And as soon as you do something with it, it's it's almost like a lightning. It's like it's this euphoric feeling. Because now you're on the same page with it. Because there's an imbalance. And it's telling you, there's an imbalance right now. You need to fix this balance because I want to be on the same page as you.
1: Ooh, so that's fi- cool. So fix
0: this. And uh, I did this with my daughter. Total naysayer, my daughter. She listens to her stupid mom. Right? I went in there and, and I, I bought her a really nice crystal at the show one day. Bought her this really nice crystal and I showed her what to do with it and how. She keeps that sucker with her everywhere she goes now. Incredible. This is my friend. You know she doesn't understand it yet. She's 15 years old, right? But she knows that this crystal has some kind of connection with her, and and she does. She she'll go there and she'll. Uh, I told her hold it when you want something. And you you tell the crystal along with yourself that, you know, positive thinking, okay? If there's negative thinking, put the crystal away because it doesn't want the negative part. It only wants the positives, okay? Try to stay away from the negatives and all this stuff. And it it is. It's just so incredible. And then uh, how different rocks have different meanings and different things, you know, which, you know, I prove that all the time to people. You know, like uh, John, for instance, right now, he's really low on energy. I said, hey, you want my Himalayan uh, salt lamp? And he's like, why? I said, because it'll give you a bunch of energy. It'll make you feel good. He goes, I don't believe in that crap. <laughs> right? I go, even after shit. all the crazy
1: stuff you've shown him, it's yeah. like.
0: Yeah, and, and Ernie, you know, because Ernie, and he didn't believe me. I gave him the, the damn thing and he says, I couldn't sleep. I said, because it gave you so much energy. He goes, uh, yeah, I believe you now, Mike. <laughs>
1: Good. That's a that, that's a Ty Marshall. Said. Yeah, because incredible. I, I can't have it in my bedroom. Oh my god! I won't sleep. You know what? Now that it makes sense, because I try, I've tried to fall asleep with it on, because I've heard it, that it that you it can. gives that it cleans, it gives good vibes, and I'm like, yeah. oh, I'll go to sleep with this thing. But and then I I didn't no. realize why that Mental wasn't. Clarity. Now I understand.
0: Metal clarity. Oh
1: my god! Your,
0: your brain just takes off and starts thinking.
1: Oh wow! And you can
0: you can't do anything. Wow! Instance, I have to take the damn thing out of my room. I can't. It can sit my room cold. But as soon as that mm. light hits and it warms up, look out. That energy just comes flowing Shh. out of this thing. And it just knocks you for a loop. And you're just like, holy shit. Okay, this goes against logic here. Because I'm a very logical person. And it, and you just go, wow. Uh, tourmaline's the other one. you know, Which is j- just an amazing thing. You can get it out of San Diego. I, I want to go... One of these days, I'm gonna do this. Seventy five bucks. You can go to a tourmaline mine and you can take whatever you want. You get three hours of free play. Wow! And this stuff is just amazing. It it uh, it sucks all the positive ions out of your body. It's an unstable rock. It's missing two elements from being stable. Two positive ions. So the whole time, it's trying to find those two positive ions. Okay, what do we where are we getting hit with? Positive ions. The cell phone towers, the, the lights, the, the computer screen, everything. So it, it, it pushes away those? No, it, it, it absorbs it from your body.
1: Oh, it absorbs it from your body.
0: It takes it out of your body.
1: Interesting.
0: Yeah. And that's what the Himalayan salt rock does at a lower level. Okay? At a lower level. Tourmaline is off the hook. Wow. Oh, yeah. I, I would wear it around my neck. And I, it broke off. I don't have it on right what now. What did you feel, What? What, uh, oh, what, to, energy, how did you? The energy, the, the mental clarity, the, uh, direction. Mm. It gives you this direction of like, that's where I belong. Ooh. I'm not going this way. I'm not going that way. This is showing me the path. That's cool. And you just go, and this is a little black rock. What the hell? And I showed John that one too. I, when I took it over there. Uh, the magazine girls they're mm. a prime example they I went over to their place one day they wanted me to do the motivational speech because every day they have a motivational speech and I went and I bought I paid uh, the guy gave me a hell of a bargain it was 20 bucks for a big ass crystal like this, which would go for like a hundred bucks normally right And he gave it to me for 20 bucks and instead of using it myself, I went over to them and I went there and said, okay. Boom, and I put this out there and I did a speech about This is what it's going to do for you. All the naysayers, of course, oh yeah, it's just a rock, Mike, yeah, sure. I said, well, if you believe in this, this is what's going to happen. Lo and behold, one of the girls said, I believe you. (laughs) Rips it out of my hand and she sticks it on her desk. And she's like, okay, son of a bitch, let's see what you're going to do now. Because that's how they acted. Oh, man, she couldn't believe what happened. Her whole life changed around because she had this damn thing on her desk. Everybody in the office were fighting over it every day. They would fight over the thing. What? They would try to come in early.
1: Are you kidding me? The
0: person that would come in the office would snag it off of whoever's desk and put it on their desk, and it became a competition. Oh
1: my god, that's crazy. Yeah. So so they would they would what they would magnetize like good good luck into their
0: oh yeah and the positive energy that it would give you
1: what and whoever had it in their
0: possession but that's what they thought. The damn thing is so damn powerful, everybody got the effects. Because it, all you have to do is have a piece in your room, and it will affect everybody that's in the room. Whoa. That's how, how positive wow. it
1: is. Yeah, wow. What, what kind of rock is this again? It's called Termaline. Oh, ter- Termaline. Termaline.
0: Yeah, and you can find it in San Diego. It's over there by the Paula Casino. There's a bunch of mines over there. Wow. Yeah, and it's just amazing. It's unstable. It's an unstable rock it's missing two positive ions and it's looking for those two positive ions wherever it can go yeah it's
1: so it's just it's just just sponging in all of all, the positive ions all the
0: crap cuz cuz all the positive ions are all the crap that's what's so
1: interesting so it's interesting so it's giving you positivity by taking away your negative energy it's revealing to you what positive right. the true positivity was there all along all along it's just that we're shrouded it just was shrouded in the in yeah. the uh in the shadow of stuff. Yeah. Which is interesting because then it makes me wonder about well, when we talk about positivity, you know, that's optimism, that's good vibes. Mm-hmm. If this... But we're being blasted with positive ions. So right. being blasted with a positive ion is not the same as... As the energy, yeah, no. As the energy.
0: Right. Because the positive ions are a negative effect on the human body. Huge negative effect. The best way to feel... Okay. Uh, best way to explain it is when you're sitting at the beach and you're in front of those waves and the waves are crashing on you and you feel that wind from the waves hitting you and that, that feeling that you get, it's the same thing that happens with Mmm. Mm. Same thing. Because what, what those waves do is when they crash like that, they're sending all these negative ions at you. Tremendous wow. amounts of negative ions. And the positive ions go, we don't want to stick around here because we're getting bombarded. It, Whoa! It, it, it your body.
1: Whoa! Yeah. So
0: that's the best way. That's how the feeling is, but you don't have to go to the beach. You just have a rock. That's why I, I used to wear it. it around my neck until it broke off. Now it just sits in my office. You know, I, I can't have it in my bedroom because I won't sleep. Just like the Himalayan salt.
1: Incredible!
0: Rock. Yeah.
1: I was at a place uh, when my my sister's friend was in town, and we went to this uh, this vegan restaurant. It was like in Silver Lake or something, and then right next door. I saw that it was like one of those spiritual shops. And I'm like, okay, we got to stop in there. And they had all kinds of different rocks in there. And they had like, you know, you could go in there for a past life regression thing. You could go in there for all, all these different really oh, okay. interesting things. They'd read your tarot cards, all this all this really cool stuff. Okay. I just walked in a direction towards these rocks. And I walked right at at these rocks because they were called the uh, rainbow moonstones, which are highly... Uh, Charged with like, they bring about synchronicity, oh, a lot of okay. synchronicity, Yeah. and psychic powers stuff like that, and it was funny because that was the very first thing. I mean, I'm, I I walk in and I'm like, oh, let's go here. Uh, what? Huh? And it was the first thing that I walked yeah. right to, and I go, I'm gonna have to go ahead and get this. So now I have this uh, this rainbow moonstone at home, uh, and I noticed that it's got someone drilled a little hole like I can look through it and I can see there's a tiny tiny little thing and so I just got to get a necklace for this thing wear it yep. all the time because yep. the times where I've brought it out I have like a lot of synchronicity has occurred yeah. on these occasions when I brought it out and I'm like okay this is uh-huh. the, I love this this is the cheapest thrill ever being able to experience so many different synchronicities to be able to go okay come here hey yeah. you know be a, have it be a beacon it's really cool yeah what okay so with this with the pagan um these get-togethers, you were saying that you feel, and, and the way that you're describing this to me, I imagine it like, it, it's always fascinating to me, seeing how birds, they'll be in a group and they'll all just kind of go together, and then yes. no one's in charge of anyone, they just kind of go. Exactly,
0: that's, that's the feeling, right there, yeah, and it, it's all based on Athena, because she's so good, she just gets in this thing and she'll go in this this realm, and boom, she'll take everybody with her, and everybody's already on on board. So, as soon as she just, you know, one little word, poof, everybody's there. You know, it's just the most everyone's amazing. willing
1: just to co sign on it and go, Okay, you know what? I accept this reality. Let's all go for it. We're all going on a journey right now.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and the naysayers, you can feel them. You know, the people that don't believe it, the ones that have never been there before, you can feel them in the crowd, and you just go, Ooh, Okay, stay away from that person. And there was a guy that, because uh, literally out of the 200 people that are there, there's maybe about five or six guys. They're all women, right? And of course you get the dogs in there because, you know, 200 women and only five guys. Oh, I'm going to get laid. Yeah. And as soon as they come in, you, it's just like, and those people don't even want to be there. It's like, oh, what the hell are you doing to me? And you don't have to say a word. It's just that, that vibe sends them away. Oh, my God. Like, you don't belong here. And they do. They'll wow. leave. The people wow. go, oh, okay, I'm trying to get my dick wet, but I'm leaving because I don't feel right. And they'll walk right out the door. Yeah. And uh, and afterwards, you, you talk to the people, and it's like, ooh, you don't go. And, and it's the same feeling that you had. Every person. And you're just like, oh, but just like the flock of birds flying around in sync And you just
1: feel that everyone's just in sync. Now, um, so these two ex-students of yours were friends of yours. Now, they were the ones who led you to the to yeah. the to the thing.
0: Yeah, it all went to a constellation. That's how it all started. We talked about a constellation thing because they go to these constellation uh, meetings. I guess it's called. And uh, I talked to them about my experience with the constellation, which is totally different than theirs. Constellation's weird. I don't know if you've ever checked into a constellation no it's almost it's almost psychic that's the only thing i can think of how it would work basically what you do is you have a bunch of people it doesn't have to be a bunch of people it could be as low as two people maybe three people and you have a facilitator and the facilitator will will basically have everybody talk and they'll and he'll find like the most damaged person out of everybody Despite the the way they talk, and he'll go in there and say, "Okay, now you might need some help, so let us help you." And he'll go into he'll he'll feel the person, feel the person, and he'll get these index cards, and he'll feel whatever they're feeling—the pain, the good, whatever's in that person—and he'll make notes on these cards, and he'll go, "Okay, well, this card here feels." bad oh oh it feels so bad it it wants to be away from you it wants to go over there someplace uh it feels like ah uh, something to do with your grandfather i don't know what it is uh it's got to go over there then you'll we'll go there and write down something else now this card it feels like one of your kids or something that's really wanted you but you weren't there for him. It wants to sit right next to you. Just to feel this calming effect from you. So I'm going to put that card here. And then... Now this card... Oh, this is evil. Oh, but it wants to be right next to you. Oh, oh it feels horrible. Oh, it feels horrible. Uh, let, let's put it over here. Because it wants to be close to you. And you will do this with like five or six different cards. And... This what got me was we had this one lady. Rebecca. Is he writing
1: things down on these cards? He writes,
0: writes down things on these cards. Whatever, whatever he feels from the person.
1: he down. does that person look at those things oh or no? no. The person oh. has
0: no idea what this is. Oh. And usually this person, as soon as that person becomes that person, they check out. What? They'll check out. Okay. They'll fall asleep? They'll fall asleep because they can't handle it. There's something in the subconscious that says, oh, no, you can't handle this. Fall asleep. Or whatever.
1: Like, are they just hearing... Is it because they're hearing information that they don't want to hear? Or that they're yeah. believing in... Sub-
0: subconsciously. They hear this something that they don't want to hear because they have to work on themselves. Mm. That's what everybody in this room is doing. Is they're working on that person at that time. Collective energy.
1: Okay? And they're trying to get rid of it, sort of exercise the demons, try so to, to speak. Try they to just figure could... out what the problems are. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Okay? So anyway,
0: this one time we... Rebecca, the lady that... I'm having the problems with downstairs. It's trying to get us kicked out. Anyway, we, uh, we invited her to one of the meetings. She's got a lot, a lot, a lot of baggage. Her kids kicked her out of her life. Her, she had a husband that raped her. She has all these things that happened to her. Okay, so anyway, we have her there. And as soon as he says, "Okay, we're ready to begin," she goes. As soon as he said begin, she checks out. Gone. Nobody home guy's name was James. I said, Hey, James, uh, you know, this is my first time going and I go, he goes, it's normal, Mike. He says, she's got more baggage than anybody here. That's why she checked out. She can't handle it. Right. So we do this thing and then he'll, you know, then he'll say, does anybody have any input? Does anybody feel anything right now? And lo and behold, With me, I all of a sudden felt a connection with one of these cards. And I go, and he goes, you know, when you're new, blah, 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 you can just sit here and watch, get a feel for it. You don't have to participate. And I go, I have to participate. And he goes, really? I said, yes, this card is telling me this, right? We start going through all this stuff, right? And these cards told the truth. They told the truth. They told exactly what was going on with this person. Okay? This person, very damaged person. Lo and behold, what the cards told James and I, well, the person that's in the chair over there, she's doing this. She's like...
1: Whoa. Whoa. Oh, jeez. To hold the her whole head up time, and just falling asleep. She's just
0: kind of like, check, checking in, checking wow. out, checking in, checking out, checking in, while the other ones over there totally gone, right? Whoa. I'm like, what the hell is going on? And then James and I, these cards are telling us this whole story. And I'm like, this isn't right. What's going on? Lo and behold, we found out she was molested by her grandfather. She was about eight years old. We knew previously that she was being molested by an uncle. Grandpa jumped in. She was a slave to the family. That's how she was raised. She had no res- nobody respected her. She was basically a slave. She was brought into existence to wash dishes, be a sex toy, and uh, do laundry. And she was a fat, ugly girl. And the family said, okay, well, the pretty one, you're okay. But you're ugly and you're fat, so we're gonna abuse you. And she went through all this from uh, about the time she was seven until she was about 14. That's when she ran away, ran away from home. Super messed up person. But the damn cards told us this. So then he, he and I are in bad shape. We're because we've taken in all this crap and everything that's happening to this person over here. We're dying, he and I. We're just like a total mess at this point. And he goes, snaps us out of it, right? And I'm not there. He's not there. We're both checking out. She comes back to life. The yeah. other one comes back to life. As soon as he says, "Okay, it's over." Whoop. Oh, what did I miss? Uh, what happened?
1: Whoa. Yeah.
0: Well, the one that was checking out and coming back to life, you know, go molested by your grandfather she goes you found out I've never told anybody Whoa. wham she's on the ground just fetal position the whole works after that and afterwards I talked to James and I go James uh, what's going on with this shit is this psychic is this what I don't know I don't know He goes, Mike, I can't explain it either, but it works. He goes, I've been doing this for six and a half years. He goes, this is amazing stuff. He goes, but look at the results. And I'm like, oh, shit, yeah. And I said, why aren't I checking out?
1: Okay, like everybody else, he goes, you've done your work. So he wasn't getting any... He said, nothing for off Uh, of me. So, okay... So I'm trying to imagine my brain, are you all sitting in a circle or how are you all sitting? Like what's kind of the... No, just around the room. Oh, okay. Anywhere we want. Okay, he, so... He just
0: places the cards wherever because the cards are telling
1: the story. Okay, so how did you guys get to hear what was on the cards? Did he start revealing what was on no, the cards? No, no. You just went grabbing... You knew or there, how there did...
0: was something on that card, whatever word he wrote and whatever role that card had in that person's life. Whatever he picked up on was drove you to that card. The card I picked up was Grandpa. He had grandpa's name written on there. He knew something was going on with grandpa that grandpa was causing the pain that she was in at that particular moment. And I picked up the grandpa card. He had no idea there was anything with grandpa. He he had been through about seven or eight of these constellations with this one lady. Never knew about grandpa. Knew about the uncle.
1: Because grandpa, uh, uncle repeatedly raped her. And so you, did you, you know, did you know this about this person before you went into the. I didn't even know she was being raped by her her uncle. So how did you find those things out? Through the cards? Through the cards. And it, it would be written on the card, is what you're saying.
0: And what the card did later. Because you took this card and the card started talking to you, it started telling you things. Really? Yeah. And all it is is a damn index card with a word on it. And it it starts telling you stuff. Hey, this is what's going on here. This is what's going on. And you're like, oh my God. Because what happens is it starts doing a ballet, the cards. Because all the cards have different roles in the person's life. And you can can rotate them and and play with the cards. That's why they call it constellations. Because the cards are like the, the different planets and the person is like the sun. And it revolves around the person. Whoa. And you just amazing, amazing, amazing.
1: So, so the, the facilitator was not getting any vibes from you? A, any other guy? Nope. Interesting. New, new Rebecca checked out. Said, boy, she's got some
0: baggage there. Thank God we're working on her right now instead of this one. Yeah, he knew because he felt he had those vibes. He knew he could feel her pain. He knew where she was going as soon as she checked out. And we talked about it afterwards. He goes, thank God we didn't do her. Boy, she's more messed up than this one.
1: Whoa. Yeah.
0: And uh, what a revelation for for her. Because she, you know, it goes back to the, the fight or flight thing. You know, uh, why people have multiple personalities. You know, and I told her, I said, I'm shocked you don't have multiple personalities. You know, being uh, repeatedly raped by your uncle, being a slave to your family, and now finding out that Grandpa also raped you. You know, and then she told me, she says, Yeah, Grandpa raped me three times after it was all said and done. She couldn't get it out. That was the whole thing behind it. She was able to release that information, get that off her chest. Wow. Yeah. And that's when she broke down. When, we, when, we, when I confronted her, I confronted her, James didn't. Because she wanted to know what happened. Because she hadn't, even though she was in and out of consciousness, she had no idea what was going on. In the so population. the stuff that you were
1: telling her was the stuff that you were learning from the card itself from that was talking to you?
0: It was talking to me. Because, because the, the grandpa card that I had
1: went over to the uncle card. What do you mean? How did it go over there? And When you just no, say no, that? No. When you I had
0: that grandpa card, it told me, Hey, your accomplice is uncle. And I had no idea that there was an uncle card. No idea there was an uncle card. No clue. And it
1: just kind of gave you the vibe as to where that card card belongs
0: with this card. These two cards belong together. And James says, Really? I'm not feeling that. I go, I am. This card and this card, they were together, they were doing some stuff. Okay? And they're, 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 they're keeping their distance, but they're keeping an eye on her at the same time. Whoa. And he's like, okay. After it was all said and done, he's like, ooh, Mike, you picked up on something I didn't pick up on. Whoa. You know, and we, we went and there, started to get chills.
1: So wow. you could actually run one of these things. You could actually facilitate these things. I could probably things, facilitate it.
0: Yeah. And then I asked him, I says, am I normal? Am I normal going into this? Because he goes, oh no, Mike. He says, you're definitely abnormal compared to other participants. Most people either they check out or they think it's a hoax. And if they think it's a hoax, then they don't get anything from it. They just think it's bullshit. He goes, you went in with an open mind. You already worked on your issues. So you didn't have any of these issues that, uh, that were coming up and like Rebecca checking out. He goes, you've already worked through your stuff. He goes, and then, I don't know, how in the hell you picked up on this stuff? He goes, and I go, oh. wow. man. Yeah. So he invited me back for a second time. And the second time was even worse. It got even more hectic. It was with the same person. It was uh, her and her son this time. We had two of them. And we did this thing. And uh, the son came out where it, it was a mess with him. Because he, he had to absorb a lot of her pain. And that's where the son's at. Oh. He doesn't have the pain because she tried to shelter him. But because her pain became so overbearing on her son mm. that he's having the issues now. And that's when we came out of the constellation. Mm. was, you're okay, kid. It's her causing you the problems. Mm. And when we confronted both of them about that, then he opened up. Big time. Yeah, this is my feelings. This is where I'm, and this is stuff he had never told anybody. He could, and it just opened up this floodgate, and he started crying. And those two, they were, even though son and, uh, son and mom, very separate individuals. Hmm. And it brought them together big wow. time.
1: And they had no clue because they were both checking out. Whoa. They had no
0: clue what was going on.
1: So these people, after they leave these things, they must feel very, like, whoa, like, I, in a sense, got my power back. I'm, yeah. I'm, you know, now I feel like I, I shed that baggage. Mm-hmm. I don't need to carry it around anymore.
0: Right. It, it's like this huge weight lifted off their shoulders. And this, How often
1: do they do this? She
0: was. She would have James come down from San Diego... Because that's where he lived. And he, he would charge her 600 bucks for four hours. 150 bucks an hour to do this. And uh, she was doing it about uh, twice a month. Because she, she had a lot of money. She was a longshoreman. And uh, she stopped doing it. She stopped doing it because... Uh, she was having trouble with, the, with her pain... Having all too much pain coming out that she had to kind of back off from it because I, I asked her, I said, "When's your next constellation? I want to go again?" And she said, "I had to stop doing it because it was just too painful for me." And then she started doing muscle work instead, which is another amazing thing that I, I can't even explain how that works.
1: Because you say, our thoughts and our emotions, everything's trapped in those muscles, right? They're so if you move certain ways, like, psh, yeah. you sort of release yeah. it. And yeah, and you can, uh, yeah, it's, it goes back to weakness
0: in the muscles. So you can ask a question, say, hey, uh, blah, 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 whatever the question is. And then you can trigger the muscle wherever corresponds with the question that you, you asked. mm and uh, it, when you clear yourself of those issues, the muscle becomes stronger. Wow. So you, you can actually test the muscle to see how weak you are when it comes to certain questions. Incredible! And it's like uh, like mother issues are based on the left side of the body. If you have like m- mother issues, then you'll have a weakness on the left side. Oh,
1: interesting.
0: Yeah. And uh, she was to go into a lot of those, the muscle therapies, trying to figure out where all the stuff you know with constellations, it's, you know, trying to better herself. Trying to figure out all these issues, you know, that she had, that all went back to her childhood, wow. you know, and her mom, because her mom was, her mom let everything happen. Her mom was like, "I don't want you, yeah, she's yours. Go ahead, rape her. Go ahead and do this. Yeah, you know, when you're done, make sure she does laundry. You know, she was the slave of the family. And uh, lo and behold, I talked to one of her cousins when she wasn't around. I said. How bad was it for her? And she goes, wow. Surprised she's alive. Because she did try to kill herself several times when she was a teenager. Because she didn't want to live like this. And she goes, I was too young. I was two years younger than her. I couldn't help her out. I saw this happening. Mm. Yeah. Amazing, though. You know, It goes back to what you see in this realm is not what's really here. You know, and that's what I tell people all the time, is, you know, like, oh, good one with my mom, going back to the, uh, the Mandela effect. Mm. You ever watch uh, Buzzer TV?
1: Mm-mm, I don't know what that is. Okay,
0: Buzzer TV is a whole bunch of the game shows from the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Oh, wow. Okay? And lo and behold, there was a show, it was called Match Game. I don't know if you remember, it was on from, uh, like, 1973 to nineteen eighty. Mm. And it was a celebrity game. And my mom and I used to watch it all the time. It was called Match Game. Well, now you you, watch, you put it on Buzz or TV, and it's Match Game 73, Match Game 74, Match Game 75, Match wow. Game 76. So my mom and I are sitting there watching it one day, and I'm not saying anything about the Mandela Effect. And she goes, Mike, I have a question for you. How did they change... All those, the name and everything in the show. And I said, what do you mean? She goes, when we used to watch it, you know, when you were a kid, it was almost called Match Game. Now it's Match Game 73, 74, 75. And, and they, how did they change the sign in the show? How did they change the sign over here? She asked me these questions. And I go, Mom, that's called the Mandela effect. And she goes, ah, that's bullshit. I said, okay. Remember watching Snow White? They go, yeah. She goes, yeah. And I go, what the mirror, what did uh, the Wicked Witch or whoever it was the, say to the mirror? Mirror, mirror on the wall. I said, hey, let me get my phone. Magic mirror on the wall. Who's the fairest of them all? She goes, no, that's not right. And I said, how about a match game? that's not right either. It was called Match Game. It's not Match Game 73, 74, 75. She's like, how do they do this? I said, they're changing history. No, oh, you're just crazy. Well, you just proved it to yourself. Come on, lady. <laughs> Come yeah, on, lady. You know, the, the interview they had with <clears> O'Brien <throat> May. That was a great one. What interview was who? They had a, They interviewed Brian May from Queen Mm -hmm. And when they first wrote the song uh, We Are the Champions The last lyric of the song is Of the world Yes Right It's not there anymore It's gone Okay It's not there So anyway They they questioned him about that Hey How do you feel about them changing your lyrics And changing the, the song He goes They never changed the song They go Well listen to this and they played the song for him. He goes, that's not how we wrote it. We didn't write it that way. We didn't do that. They must have changed it. That was his thing. Oh, my God. Yeah. I was like, oh, no. No, no, no.
1: Yeah. It was a great... It's a sign right there with these parallel universes. They're, st- they're, they're stretched. They're, you know, the Berenstein Bears, that was one of them. And Fruit East. Loops, you know, was it... F R O O T or F R U I T, you know, uh-huh. and then Jiff peanut butter. F R U I T. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. I used to buy Jiffy peanut butter. I remember
0: my mom used to buy Jiffy peanut butter. Yeah. Jiffy on it. Yeah. You go to the Jiffy company. They never, they've never had a label that said Jiffy. They've never made a label that said Jiffy. Never. The one that got me the most out of all of them was Billy Graham. Okay. Billy Graham died when he was 82 years old, okay? His funeral was on TV. They showed his funeral. Everything. 82. He just died a couple months ago. Yeah. He just died.
1: Oddly enough, I think I do remember him dying. Yeah. I remember...
0: that's why they well, called Mandela him. Mandela, too. I thought yeah. he had died, he died in jail. too. He died in prison. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, he's the president. I remember saying this to myself He's dead. How in the hell is he now the president of South Africa? He died. He yeah. died in prison. What the hell? You know, the seven astronauts in the,
1: the Challenger, they're alive today.
0: I all noticed them, that.
1: I saw a photo that said they're all alive. They're alive. They're all alive today. I wonder if anyone's asked them about that.
0: From what I understand, they're keeping their mouths shut. Yeah.
1: I it's, saw a photo they, where it said, here they were back then, here they are today. Yeah. Here they were back then, here they are today. Mm-hmm. And it's they're like, all alive. Why isn't sudden, this something that's like big time, like one would think this is, this is like big time news. Right. But but we have this, con- uh, goes back to connected
0: uh, collective Thoughts, mm. collective thoughts, where everybody has the same thoughts, kind of like the, the flock of birds. And uh, you know that's that's where it all comes down to. When you have this collective thought, is it right or is it wrong? Okay. Mirror, mirror on the wall. Okay. I bet if you interviewed 100 people, 99 percent of them would say it was mirror, mirror on the wall. I thought so too. Because we have a collective, collective, uh, thoughts. All of us. We remember this. Well, now we have something that says
1: something different. There was another, yeah, there was another one that came through. It's crazy because there's so many people out there who are recording, you know, like back in the day, you'd 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 get your VCR ready and you'd record what's on TV. Yeah. Certainly, there's got to there's got to be some people out there that have that evidence of that, unless we all have just moved into that parallel version of right. Earth, and then that other version is just mm-hmm. we've surpassed it. It's back there. Yeah. I mean, this could be the very the very yeah the 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 true sign that the it's all tearing at the seams or. From Earth. It is.
0: You know? And, well, according to the Alien, uh, what they said about it was they're c- combining the two universes now. That's what they're trying to do. Because you have the two universes. And they're combining the two. And, you know, it all goes back to CERN. You know, CERN's the one that's causing It seemed like this.
1: once CERN started making many black holes, uh, yeah. other interesting things started happening.
0: Uh, are you watching what's happening on Mars right now? No. What? You better watch what's happening on Mars right now. We have a big, huge problem happening on Mars right now. What? Yeah.
1: What the hell? Huge. What's going on? Let me check this out. Okay. Okay.
0: With their finding on Mars, because we have that rover and it's all over the damn place. Okay is they're finding artifacts, uh they're finding archaeological artifacts of previous civilizations.
1: Underground water lake on Mars? Is that what you're saying?
0: No, no, no. They they found a, uh they found a, um, they found a, uh oh shit, a porthole, uh, a, Lit- port hole, a tri- time travel porthole. They found a building that has walls. What? The on was, Mars? Yeah. The roof is missing off of it, uh, so you can see the walls. There's a uh, a uh, what's that word for the porthole, the time porthole thing? A t-
1: uh, uh a portal? A what? Yeah, uh, the,
0: the, the time travel porthole. Uh, they made the series out of it. It's it called? Maybe? I forgot.
1: Is it Fringe? No, no, no. Oh, I've heard about that. No,
0: it's that oh Ancient Aliens. Well, anyway, what they're finding now, because Gary, that guy, he's uh, the An- An- Anunnaki... Uh, oh, yeah, the Anunnaki guy. Right, yeah. And I, that's part of the story that I'm going to write, is they're going to find Analu's bones on Mars, because he was buried there. Whoa. And, and, they're, and uh, they're getting really close, because I'm looking at uh, what they're doing with the Mars rover and where they're at. They're very close to finding the graveyard. Okay. And if they find the graveyard on Mars, that's going to blow away everybody. Because there is a graveyard on Mars. Okay? And there's laser inscriptions over there. There's all kinds of shit over there. Yeah. And the face on Mars is in Nalu. That's uh, his niece made it a monument for him. That's why his face is on there. The, the, right next to the, the Great Pyramid. The Great Pyramid Mars. Which is mm. the same size as the Pyramid in Giza. Mm. Identical. It's identical. They're the same dimension, the same everything, right? And then north, west is where the graveyard is. Okay, so they haven't gotten that far yet, but they did. They, they found the building with the the porthole, the the time travel porthole, and there's a big room. It has all the corridors and everything inside the room. The the roof what? is blown off of it, so you can see inside of it. They also uh they have a uh. uh a, they found a uh, spacecraft, a crashed spacecraft, that, uh, and I saw the pictures of it. What? On Mars recently? Yeah, they, they took them down. They took down the photos really fast. But uh, NASA TV. There's all these people right now, a bunch of them doing this, is they're taking all the Mars rover stuff because you can get it right off the TV and they're saving it on their hard drive. Oh my God! And they're digitally enhancing it, so they're doing all this stuff and trying to find all oh this stuff. Oh my God! And uh, thoroughly convinced that we're in a space race right now between uh, China, SpaceX, the United States. That's why we're going back. That's why NASA's kicking things back in gear again. Hmm. It's because of this, because they're, they're finding so much alien technology left on Mars that they want to get there and steal it before anybody else does. What the heck? And that's what's happening right now. You know, when you have a space, when you have a crashed spacecraft sitting there, right? And when I looked at it, it it's, it's like a cylinder type of vehicle that was cracked in half when it crashed. It has the landing gear. You can see the tires.
1: That's crazy.
0: On Mars? On Mars. Yeah. Uh, let me see. Ooh. Let me get my phone. Gary sent me the one with the porthole. Gary's. Yeah. And I told him, I says, wait till they find Analu's bones. I go, wait till they find the seven nuclear missiles. Uh, there's seven nuclear bombs missing.
1: I mean, out of all the places on Mars, if they're right near that, that graveyard, they had to have planned that was the spot where they're going to land. I mean, of all the places oh, on yeah. Mars, like, they could yes. have landed anywhere on Mars, but right. they landed right near they there. They know where to go. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, because that's where
0: the pyramid in the face is.
1: So if, let's say, for instance, if they find this they could potentially jam a signal or something so no one would be able to actually see what they just... Or heck, whatever they're showing on TV right now could be from months and months ago. You know, kind of like how they have the delay on on radios and stuff Mm -hmm. in case someone swears. Maybe they start doing
0: that. 76, the first Voyager. My mom and I were watching TV. I remember this. I was 11 years old. And they showed an image of Mars. The first photo of Mars from the Voyager 1. 1976, and they showed it on TV. And I went, oh my God, there's life on Mars. I told my mom this. She goes, oh yeah, bullshit, there's no life on Mars. I said, go look at the photo. There's a green belt around the polar cap. She goes, that's not life. I go, that's life. That's protozoas, that's moss, that's algae, that's something. Okay, when they went to the planet, they did. They found an oxygen atmosphere. Oxygen. It's only about this high. But there's oxygen. Whoa. Okay? That's life. I go, 1976. There's life on Mars. They just proved it to me. You can't find the photos. Photos are gone.
1: Oh, my God. They've wiped
0: those photos off. Or they've Photoshopped the green belt. Oh, my God. Yeah. Both polar caps have a green belt. That's life. (sighs) Photosynthesis. You know, I was 11 years old. I knew that.
1: It's incredible.
0: Yeah. And now... You know, with this stuff, with the artifacts. Let me get my phone. Oh yeah, Gary. Gary sent me the. uh, You have to look at this thing. Because Gary, Gary, okay. If you go into the Anunnaki story, uh, Alexander Sitchin was the guy who wrote the, did all the research with all the tablets. Because there's, they found nineteen thousand tablets. I told you about that. Mm -hmm, In mm -hmm. 1848, there were nineteen thousand tablets found in Mesopotamia, which was, you know, Tigris and Euphrates River in Iraq. 19,000 tablets. They're all in Oxford University in, in London. They won't let anybody look at these things. Okay? But they're unearthing earthing more of them. And you know who's, who's getting them? Who is It's the guy who owns YouTube. He's spending all this money just taking every artifact that they can get on the black market.
1: Whoa. Yeah. Do you think we can trust that he'll reveal what oh, is he on these?
0: He is. Because they're coming out with a... Uh, because ancient uh ancient Hebrew and uh the language of the Anunnaki pretty damn close to the same language. So uh what they're doing undercover right now is making an Anunnaki dictionary.
1: Interesting.
0: Yeah. So you can desert, you can find out everything. So what they're what he's finding out is the tablets he's buying is Farmer so and so bought a pig from so and so because they documented everything. Okay, business transactions, medical records, all this stuff is all on these tablets. Whoa. Okay, there's twenty five thousand of them. Okay, (sighs) plus the history of the world's on these too. And uh, yeah, so he has, he has the granddaughter. No, no, I'm sorry, the niece of Sitchin. She's in charge of the whole damn thing.
1: Wow.
0: In her back pocket. He says, I'll give you her phone number. She'll go there. If I tell her that you're part of what I'm doing, yeah, come on down. Give you all the information, all the tablets.
1: For the Anunnaki story, for the the movie. For everything.
0: Dude. Come on down. Dude. She already knows about me. She's like come on down, have them come down. Yeah, she's very reluctant. Reluctant to do anything with this stuff now because of the, the scrutiny that she's had to go through because, you know, the government doesn't want this stuff to come out. Yeah, you know, 20, 25,000 tablets of this stuff. Then the scrolls. They They have these scrolls that they made. And it's cool. You roll the scroll and it tells a whole story. Whoa. Yeah. You roll it out on like clay or something like that. And it has all the little markings on it. So when you roll it, it it's a whole story. Incredible. And, and, and that's how they, they did everything. Incredible. It was on these scrolls or on these, these roll thingies and the tablets. Yeah. All lasers, laser inscribed.
1: Whoa. Yeah,
0: because they had all the technology at that time. The one that kills me is the Temple of Babel. Forget Machu Picchu. Forget the Great Pyramid. Forget all the rest of them. The Temple of Babel, okay, because when they made that damn temple, okay, because it was basically to suppress people. Okay, if you ever read the Bible story about the mm. Temple of Babel, that's where uh, they sent all the people over there, and then they uh, they when they left the temple, they all had different religions or, or different. they well, everyone languages. spoke different languages. Oh yeah, yeah. Right, and and when you read the story about it, they did that on purpose because they were having dissension. If you can talk to so-and-so, you guys are going to cause problems because I'm doing something bad. And you guys are going to conspire against me. But now all of a sudden, if you don't know the language of that guy, you guys aren't going to conspire anymore. And that's the reason why they made they did that. Oh my you God. Know, and they tell you the whole story behind it. And you're just like, this makes a lot of sense. But the Temple of Babel, they explain how they made the temple. There are rocks there. Okay? That way... 38,000 tons. Okay? Huge. Laser laser cut. Perfectly aligned Whoa. for the whole floor of the Temple of Babel. Whoa. Okay? These things are the size of, you know, shoot, the Statue of Liberty. And they were machined and cut with precision.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah, they don't
0: talk about this. They're still there. Who in the hell's going to move them? Yeah, they talk about Machu Picchu and everything else. Look at the Temple of Babel. Oh my God, that is the greatest archaeological feat of all time. Whoa. What they did there. Yeah. And, you know, just amazing when you get into this stuff. Oh my God. And then I'll call it Gary, you know, because he's just phenomenal with this. And uh, you know, cause
1: and he knows that you want to. You're putting together this, this oh, he screenplay loves for it. what I'm think. doing.
0: Because I went through him. I said, "Okay, Gary, this is what we're going to do." I said, "Do you have time?" I I spent three weeks researching your story. He goes, "Yeah." I said, "I want to make sure that I'm on point," and I did. I wrote down, you know, how it all started, from from the problems that they were having on their planet, all the way until they left.